The WLEW Sports Network presents the MHSAA Tournament with Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. You're listening to the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services. And now we're down to the final two. It's the biggest stage of Upper Thumb basketball, and it's the District 96 Championship between the Sandusky Wolves and the Red Cassidy Redhawks. Good evening, folks, from Cass City, Michigan, the host for District 96 all week. I'm your host, Clark Ramsey. For tonight's action, to the right of me is once again Coach Mark Gameforth. Well, we made it. We made it. Through the snow and the sleet and everything else, and I hope everybody that plans on coming can make it tonight. And Roads aren't that bad. Not bad at all. On Monday, we start out with six local teams, Bad Axe, Cass City, Harbor Beach, Lakers, Sandusky, and USA. Now five days and two rounds later, that number has been whittled down to just two with the first piece of postseason hardware on the line. Is it going to be the number one seed, Cass City, or the dark horse of this tournament, the Sandusky Wolves? That's a good question, and maybe we shouldn't label Sandusky as a dark That's horse. That's very true. They have beaten Lakers twice in a week. Um, maybe they were their favorites all along with Cass City. Uh, Cass City, you know, they're back. They want to get another trophy in their trophy case and the first district tri- title in over 20 years. It's been a wild postseason, and we're still in the first week of March Madness. Cass City and Sandusky going head-to-head tonight for the district championship from the M81 Valley. So stay tuned, and we'll find out together who will be crowned the champions of District 96, and it's all on your hardwood home for high school hoops. The WLW Sports Network, Cass City and Sandusky, head-to-head tonight. Tonight's presentation of the WLW Sports Network is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, and DS Services of Cass City for all of your grain handling needs. Kohler Propane, nobody gives you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, guiding the way. Mackenzie Jewelers, if you don't know diamonds, know your jeweler. Hills and Hills Healthcare. Morale Equipment. Michigan High School Athletic Association. Countryside Transportation. More Motors of Caro. Thumb Bank and Trust. Community Strong since 1895. And Sure Health. Better health, better life. Internet services are provided by Agar Valley Services on the Blazing Speed, their TrueNet 4G wireless network. Go to agarvalleyservices.com for broadband internet that you can count on. This game broadcast is a copyright presentation of Thumb Broadcasting Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Any reproduction without the express written consent of the WLW Sports Network is strictly prohibited. Well, good evening, folks, from Cass City, Michigan. Tonight's setting for the largest stage in Thumb basketball which would be the Thumb District Championship game. My name is Clark Ramsey. To the right of me is the former head coach for the USA Patriots, Mark Gainforth. We start out the week with six local teams in the district, USA, Harbor Beach, Bad Axe, Lakers, Cass City, and Sandusky. Monday night, we saw Harbor Beach and Bad Axe kick things off with a hard-fought first half before the Hatchets pulled away in the second half to win by 15 points, 50-35. to 35. In the second game on Monday, USA and Sandusky faced off, and, well, it wasn't the prettiest of games, but the Wolves and Sandusky survived, which all that matters in the postseason, defeating the Patriots by just five points, 41-36. to 
That set the table for one of the more entertaining district semifinal rounds in recent history. Cassidy and Bad Axe, Bad, excuse me, Cassidy and Bad Axe squared off in the first game on Wednesday, which was a back and forth game all the way through the before the Red Hawks camped out of the free throw line in the fourth quarter and won the rubber match against Bad Axe of the season by nine points, 54 to 45, punching their ticket to the district championship. Then in the second game, we figured it was the Lakers' chance to set a rematch with Cassidy in the finals. But the Sandusky Wolves had other plans. They came out strong, gave up the lead a number of times, but always fought back with a vengeance and eventually knocked the Lakers out of playoff contention and ended their season with a four-point victory in favor of Sandusky, 50-46. That leaves just two teams remaining in the local district, Cass City in their home gym as the number one seed against a pesky and scrappy pack of Sandusky Wolves. Yeah, Sandusky is one of those teams that pass the eye test, but they're really gritty, they play hard. Um, they're very competitive, and they got great team chemistry, and that's a really good combination to win a district final. The Cassidy Redhawks and Sandusky Wolves have not met in the postseason often. In fact, their last meeting came 30 seasons ago, way back in the year 1994, with Cassidy defeating Sandusky in the first round of the postseason in 1994, 62-26. They've met in the district finals a total of four times, with the Redhawks taking three of the four victories. 1953, 1980, 1982, and I believe, or 1982 went to Sandusky, 1983 went to Cass City. And fast forward 40-plus years, and a new chapter will be written in the history books tonight. Yeah, I was kind of thinking, I was a fairly young man when they played last, and you you might have been in diapers. Not even. Not even. Well, 1994, yes. I, yeah, I was in yeah. kindergarten, yes. Well, you were in diapers then. <laughs> anyway... Um, you know, Sandusky hasn't wanted, been in this district very often, so that explains the lack of playing these two teams have played. But, um, you know, the two great teams, great traditions, you know, district um, play, especially for Sandusky. I think they won their last one in two, 2016. Yes, 2016. And Cassie's looking to win their first one in 20-some years, so. Yeah, Sandusky's last district championship 2016 when they beat Marlette 37-33 to on March 11th, 2016 when they hosted at Sandusky. They went on to lose to Southfield Christian in the regional semifinal in the next game, 57-101 at Flint Hamity. For Cass City, their last district appearance, well, was supposed to be 2020. That game never happened. And so their last, district, their last appearance was in 2009 when they lost to USA 63-47 to here in Cass City. And Cassidy's last district championship came in 2000, 24 seasons ago. Uh, 2020, if you look on the wall. But 2000 is the last district championship when they defeated Millington 44-42, to hosted by North Branch in that game. When we return, we will break down all the details between Cassidy and Sandusky, which is tipping off in just 30 minutes. And it's all on the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network and Sports Radio 1021, live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. Want to go back and listen to any replay throughout the entire season, especially this week? Well, none of the broadcasts are up from this week because it's been a little busy, but starting tomorrow, we'll have all the broadcasts from this entire week up 
on our website. All you need to do is just go to WLEWsports.com, click on the Replays tab, and you'll find all the game's replays as well as a little bit of a broadcast recap and all the stats to go along with it. And if you like your replays in podcast form, well, we have you covered there as well. Just wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Apple iTunes, Switcher, TuneIn Radio, wherever else you are. Unless you're like Mr. Anthos who listens inside the gym during the game. Good evening, sir, and welcome to the District Championship. It's the Sandusky Wolves against the Cass City Redhawks tonight, and we should be in for quite the battle. The Sandusky Wolves enter tonight with a 16-7 overall record and have won nine of their last ten games, only losing to Brown City in that stretch. In the greater with me, Sandusky finished 10-2 and came in second place, two games behind Brown City on the season. Brandon Giebord is the head coach for Sandusky, and his first year at the helm replaces Tristan Pennington, who was the head coach for 10 years before moving on to Marlette to be the head coach there. Tristan Pennington went 2-2 two two in the district finals. Brandon Giebord so far 16-7 overall at 696 batting average. The Wolves of Sandusky are scoring 44.7 points per game. That's still just the 10th best offense in the entire Greyhound Conference, but 9.5 less points than the Red Hawks on offense. On defense, though, Sandusky has the conference's best defense, allowing just 37.3 points per game up against the conference's second best defense of Cass City. But Sandusky has the slight edge by 1.6 points. Average margin of victory in Sandusky's favor by 7.4 points on average. That is the fifth best differential in the Greater Thumb Conference's 14 teams. The Wolves of Sandusky began the year winning just one of their first five games. Since losing to Reese on this, this December 16th, Sandusky has rattled off 15 wins in 18 tries ever since, finishing in second place in the Greater Thumb East, and remarkably have stayed out of the spotlight somehow in becoming the District 96 dark horse by definition only. Well, now after beating Lakers twice in six days, the first time by 18 points, then again in the postseason on Wednesday by four points, the spotlight is dead center on Sandusky. So, can the Wolves embrace the limelight and continue their postseason magic tonight? Well, they certainly earned their victory on Wednesday night. Yes, they did. And I was really impressed with their intensity and determination against a much taller and physical Lakers squad. It'll How they adjust today to a different team will... We, will never, we won't know for a little bit here, but I'm excited to see the game. Now, I'm impressed, Mark. I mean, you're using words intensity and determination. Steve Bone doesn't use any words over three <laughs> syllables. You're pulling out four-syllable words here now already. Oh, well, I'm not Im- that impressive, <laughs> to tell you the truth. <laughs> well, Sandusky is led in scoring by a junior, Braden Bender, who is averaging 7.7 points per game. But right on his heels is senior Kyle Giebord, who is now posting a 7.6 average after dropping 18 points against Lakers on Wednesday, which mostly came in the second half. Caleb Bernard averages 7 points per game, and big man Jackson Cartanis is boasting a 6.8 average this season after scoring 9 points against Lakers two nights ago and played some tough defense against the big man Hunter Crone. Yeah, and, and Bender actually was the most aggressive offensive player on Monday. Um, Giebord took that role over on Wednesday, but Menard made some tough shots in the fourth quarter actually made their only field goals with two threes in the fourth so they have multiple scores of course the big fella can step up and make a three too oh most certainly and it's uh we'll see what 
if that magic can continue tonight as they have their hands full with the number one seed of District 96, the Cassidy Redhawks. And it's time for a short break in the WLW Sports Network. When we return, we'll shift our attention to, well, their opponent tonight, the Cassidy Redhawks, right here on your Harvard home for high school hoops, the WLW Sports Network, being powered by Anger Valley Services. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network on Sports Radio 1021 and live and worldwide at WLWSports.com. We are 14 minutes away from tipping off the District 96 District Championship between the Sandusky Wolves and the Cass City Redhawks. Clark Ramsey, Mark Gainforth with your call tonight from our Anchor Valley Services courtside seats right at midcourt in the pit of Sandusky. Or excuse me, of Cass City. Not the pit of Sandusky, the pit of Cass City. We talked about Sandusky. Let's talk about Cass City. They entered tonight with a 20-2 overall record. They've lost only once in the last 63 days. In the Greater Than West, Cass City finished 10-2, sharing their title with Lakers, Cass City's first title since 2013. Head coach for the Cass City Redhawks would be Aaron Fernald in 17 total years at the helm. He has gone 207 and 149. That's a 581 batting average. First time for Aaron Fernald playing in the district finals. He's supposed to play in 2020. Uh, of course, that game did not play due to COVID shutdowns. And so this is his first appearance in the district final. The Red Hawks of Kansas City are posting the season a average on offense of 54.2 points per game. Now the sixth best offense in the Greertham Conference, but nine and a half more than Sandusky. On defense, Kansas City is allowing 38.9. That's the number two defense in the conference, but second only to Sandusky with just 1.6 points separating the two opponents tonight. Average margin of victory in Cassidy's favor by 15.3 points. That's the second best differential in the entire conference. Six of Cassidy's first 12 wins all came in the final seconds of the game, if not the final second of the game. Luckily for the Red Hawk faithful, those days have passed since defeating Banax back on February 1st by a point. Ever since then, Cassidy has put together eight wins in nine games, all of which came in double digits and outscored their opponents by an average of 21 points. Yeah, and that only blemish came two weeks ago against Lakers, and they certainly responded on Wednesday against a talented and gritty Bad Axe team. Expect the same effort tonight, Craig Clark. Craig? <laughs> we oh, have the same, why did you have to catch yeah, that? We had the same name, just different first letter. That's oh, all that's, we've got, Clark and Mark. Yeah, okay. But anyway. Oh. Well, for the last three seasons, what are you going to do? Not come back next game? Uh, you don't have a next exactly. game. Exactly. So, right. I mean, I can tell you this whatever I it. want. That's right. Well, for the last three seasons, Cassidy has been led in scoring by the same two players. First cousins, Carter Patrick and Mike Fernald. Since the 2021 season, Carter Patrick has accumulated 953 points. In this year, Patrick is averaging 19 points per game just as a junior. On Wednesday against Bad Axe, he dropped a game-high 27 points including going 11 for 15 from the free throw line. Mike Fernald Sr. is averaging 12.4 points this season compared to 12 points last season. Riley Swiderski has been coming down strong as the season progressed with an 8.1 point average. For example, he was the second leading scorer against Bad Axe with 12 points on Wednesday. After Swiderski, Evan Clark is posting 4.5 and, and Trent Patrick, the sophomore, at 3.9. Yes, no secret Sandusky has to do a great job against Patrick and Fernald. 
I like the matchup for Cass City tonight, but we'll see what kind of plan that Coach Gebert's got for Cass City. The Red Hawks and Wolves of Sandusky will tip off the district championship in just 10 minutes. And up next, we'll dive into the tail of the tape. So keep it locked on Sports Radio 1021 and we'll dive in worldwide at WLWSports.com. Is the District 96 Championship on Sports Radio 1021 and live worldwide at WLWSports.com. Clark Ramsey and Mark Gainforth with your call tonight from center court in the pit of Cass City. We've talked about Sandusky. We've talked about Cass City. Let's take a look at the tail of the tape between the two opponents tonight. And Sandusky started the season out slow with just a 1-4 record through the middle of December. But since have won 15 games and lost just three games in total. The Wolves have not lost in 10 days since losing to Brown City. And Sandusky has not lost to an opponent not named Brown City in 52 days when they lost to Yale back on January 16th. Sandusky defeated USA on Monday, 41-36. In an impressive win, Lakers on Wednesday, 50-46, the second time beating Lakers in six days. Yeah, in December, if you really a transition period for Coach Gebord and his players, so you got to kind of throw out that month. And since then, they've been one of the top three or four teams in the thumb, and they've earned themselves to be here tonight. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. And I'm excited to see what they'll do. Cass City's season has left them with just two losses, one against Bannex on January 6th, which we were here for, and Lakers on February 24th, which we were here for as well. After losing to Bannex, the Red Hawks ripped off 11 straight wins. Since losing the Lakers, Cass City has bounced back with three more wins, including defeating Bad Axe for the second time this season, just on Wednesday in the district semifinals by 9-54-45. Cass City made it to the district finals in 2020, but that game was never played with the world ending due to COVID-19, and I'm sure Cass City would love to put another number on the board. Yeah, I think most people would agree that Brown City and Cass City have been the top two teams in the thumb this year. Uh, I think the West Division has been more competitive, and I think that doubt, might yeah. might be the difference tonight in the finals here. Head-to-head on offense, Cass City has the advantage over Sandusky by 9.5 points. Cass City averaging 54.2, Sandusky 44.7, Cass City by 9.5. Defense, we should be in for a treat tonight. It's the number one defense against the number two defense in the entire Greer Thumb Conference. Sandusky at number one, allowing just 37.3 a game. Cass City at number two with 38.9. It's the Wolves favored on defense by 1.6 points. So by going by stats, in stats alone, it's Cass City favored by 7.9 points. Las Vegas has the Cass City Redhawks favored by 5.5 points. A little closer there. With the winner of tonight, punching their ticket to the regional semifinals to take on more than likely the Flint Beecher Bucks. But the good news is that game is taking place on Monday at USA High School. At approximately 7 p.m. with coverage starting just before 6.30 is our guess. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley at Thompson Chevrolet. Find new roads. Well, the current standings, Clark Ramsey 6, Las Vegas 4, Steve Bone and Mark Gainforth combining for two victories this season. And I, I took a, I think took two on I that. took one on Wednesday and then Las Vegas won the other one. 
Because oh. we both pick Lakers. Well, I found out that I, I'm going to let you pick. Could you look at my paper before you put your numbers <laughs> down? And, I think you're giving myself way too much credit and, when it comes and, to these predictions. And uh, so I'm going to let you go okay. first today. All right. Well, I'm taking Cassidy by five points. Cass City 49, Sandusky 44 in a lower scoring game. And I got Cass City 52-44. 52-44. Okay, yeah. so you've got eight points in favor of Cass City. I've got Cass City favored by five points. Good luck, Mark. We'll see what head tonight holds in store. We are two minutes away from finding out our starting lineups and much, much more. All from Cass City, Michigan. As the stands are filling up, it's going to be a full boat tonight in the District 96 Championship right here on the WLW Sports Network. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the privilege of this event was made possible by those who have fought and continue to fight for the freedoms we enjoy. Let us now honor and respect their efforts and our country. Civilian gentlemen, please remove your hats. All veterans, we encourage you to render the appropriate salute. And everyone able, please stand at attention, placing your hand over your heart as Cass City High School sophomore Casey Gray proudly sings our national anthem. Five for five on Casey Gray's renditions this week for the National Anthem. Of course, just a sophomore here at Kansas City High School and the daughter of Andy Gray. Of course, the PA announcer for football as well. It's now time to meet your starting lineups for both the Kansas City Red Hawks and the Sandusky Wolves. Sandusky, your away team tonight. So we'll start out with them. Coached by Brandon Giebord in his first year at the helm, going 16-7, and seven, a 583 batting average, head coach since 2023 season. Barry Lester gets the start once again, a six foot one senior. He averages 3.1 points per game. He is number zero. Kyle Keyboard, leading scorer for Sandusky on Wednesday. He's a six foot one senior, plays quarterback for the football team. A number three for Kyle Keyboard, averaging 7.6 points per game. Caleb Bernard, of course, had that big game against Lakers uh, nine days, eight days ago now. He's averaging seven points per game per on the season. He's a senior and is listed at number five. Braden Bender, 
Averages 7.7 per game. He's the leading scorer for the St. S.E. Wolves all season. He's just a junior, and he's number 23, Braden Bender. And the big man down low, the 6'2", 6'3", senior. Number 32, Jackson Cartanis. Tough defense against Hunter Crone on Wednesday and made some big threes as well at the outside. On Wednesday, he averages 6.8 points per game. For the Cassie Redhawks, coached by Aaron Fernald in his 17th total year at the helm for the Redhawks, going 208 and 149 over that time. And his starting five, the same starting five all season long. A 5'11 senior, number two, Riley Swiderski. He averages 8.1 points per game, and he had 12 points against Maddox on Wednesday. Cohen Sherman, a junior, averages 1.7 per game. He's number five, Cohen Sherman. Evan Clark out on the wing, 6'3", senior. Valuable minutes, big shots when it matters the most. He averages 4.5 points per game on the season. And then the dynamic duo, first cousins, Carter Patrick and Mike Fernald. Carter Patrick, leading scorer, six-foot junior, averages 19 points per game. He had 27 against Maddox on Wednesday. He's number 25 in the roster and booked tonight. And Mike Fernald, a six-foot-three senior, son of Aaron Fernald, averages 12.4 points per game. He is number 33 for the Red Hawks. Kansas City, your home team tonight on the bracket, as well as because they're the hosts, they are naturally the home team tonight. They're in their home white uniforms, red and burgundy, Cassidy and stripped across their chest, black outline with burgundy numbers, CC on their tag of their backs, CC on the shorts with a chevron on each side. Sandusky in their usual black uniforms has been all the case all week long here in Cassidy. Sandusky in red, white outline, red numbers with a white outline in horizontal red stripes with a white outline down the side of the shorts. Tipping things off for the Kansas City Redhawks, moving right to left across your radio. Sandusky left to right across your radio. It'll be Mike Fernald for Kansas City going up against the number five of Caleb Menard, senior against senior for the tip tonight. Your officials, Brian Alexander, Pat Hart, and Luke Reynolds, your men in stripes this evening from Kansas City, Michigan. It's the District 96 Championship, and we are officially underway. The tip is won by no one, and we're going to redo that one. You know, this might be the best game we see this weekend with Michigan, Michigan State out of Big Ten Tournament. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. As the Buckeyes take out the Spartans this afternoon, and the tip is won on a second effort by Mike Fernald into the hands of Cohen Sherman. Cassidy moving right to left across your radio. Mike Fernald flashes the left block, goes to work, pumps up, and nothing there has to retreat. Pinkett's back out to Carter Patrick around the perimeter. Back inside Fernald, fadeaway jump shot in the left block. Rolls around the toilet twice and finally falls for Mike Fernald. He has two points, and Cassidy leads 2-0 over Sandusky. 7.37 remaining in, in the first quarter. Cassidy on defense. Sandusky to Barry Lester to the right wing against Carter Patrick. Cassidy coming out in a man-to-man -man defense. Bender. Lime green shoes and all over to the right wing to Bernard into the corner to Barry Lester. Trying to feed into Cartanis, nothing there. Working around the perimeter. Back to Bender, top of the key against Sherman. Bender looking inside, nothing. Pivoting over to the right wing into the corner to Cartanis. Cartanis feeds it inside to Cal Gibord against Patrick. High post to Barry Lester, dives down left side of the lane into Bender's hands in the short corner. On the baseline, back out to the left wing, top of the key. Jackson Cartanis stolen away, stripped right out of the hands by Mike Fernald. Here comes Kansas City leading to nothing. Mike Fernald to the right wing, pump fakes, goes down to the baseline, nothing there, cut off by Cartanis. Back up to the right wing, top of the key, Schoen. Cohen Sherman, top of the key, gets the call from Aaron Fernald, dribbles to his left wing. 
Feeds it down to the baseline. Two car Patrick can't hang, in, can't hang on to it. Has to go down baseline now. Nothing there. Kicks it to the opposite wing for the three from Sodersky. This one's long. Rebound brought in by Kyle Keyboard for Sandusky. Little flex from Sandusky to start the game. An old 70s offense. Yes, it is. Reminds me of Brown City as the three-pointer from the corner is no good from Menard. Rebound brought in by Cass City. And Carter Patrick has it against Keyboard at the left wing. 2-0, Cass City leading Sandusky. We played just under two minutes here in the District 96 Championship. Clark Ramsey, Mark Gainforth with your call tonight from center court at the pit of Cass City. Carter Patrick, top of the key against Kyle Giebord. Has a count on him now. He's going around the perimeter back to Riley Swiderski. Swiderski taking his time and retreats at the right wing extended. Mike Fernald against Cartanis. Pump fakes once, one dribble picks it up. Gets back to Evan Clark, right to midcourt to Cohen Sherman. And Aaron Fernald barking out orders once again. Gets a screen from Fernald, dribbles to his right at the free throw line. Inside, pump fake, and jump, jump and jive. And this one's no good, but Carter Patrick with the offensive board goes down the baseline. Nothing there, and we have a stepped out of bounds. And it's going to be the first turnover for Cass City tonight. Gives the ball back to Sandusky. Good energy here so far. Great. It's great energy, and the teams are focused. Um, I'm going to see if here if we're going to get Gibord on a Dribble drive to attack the basket as he did on Wednesday night. Keyboard gets a screen from Cartanis. Dribbles down to the baseline. Nothing there, and it's a knocked out loose, and Cartanis has to knock it free and bring it in for Menard at the right wing. Back in the Bender's hands. Gets a screen from Menard. Back to Menard, right wing, into the corner to Barry Lester. Barry Lester against Carter Patrick. Tough defense. The number one and number two defenses in the conference. Cartanis inside does not have the touch on the hook shot, and rebound brought in by Cass City. Fourth rebound for the Red Hawks. One rebound for Sandusky. Swiderski trying to go down baseline, but cut off by Giebord. Back to Mike Fernald. Pump fakes against Cartanis at the left wing. Back to Sherman. Sherman slowing things down against Bender. Starts his dribble to the left, now to the right. Over to Carter Patrick, right wing. Inside to Aaron or Mike Fernald. This shot's blocked by Cartanis. And Mike Fernald gets his own rebound and puts in the putback with the easy wide open layup. He has all four points for Sandusky or for Cass City. 4.32 left in the first half, or first quarter. 4.35 left in the first, 4-0, Cass City leading Sandusky. Bender, every point coming here with a cost and tough defense. Cartanis in the left corner, goes down, tries to feed it up, he's at the free throw line, back over to the right wing to Bernard, now to the hands of Keyboard against Swiderski. Spinning his way, down the baseline, nothing there, jump stop and it's knocked out by Carter Patrick and hits the backboard and it's gonna be Sandusky ball. Again, Sandusky's an attacking offensive team, and they're trying to use their three guards out front to do that. Bender will inbound on their own baseline into Cartana's top of the key. He made two threes on Wednesday. It's not attempted one yet here tonight. They have yet to score. We're halfway through the first quarter. 4-0, Cass City leading Sandusky. Less than four to play in the first quarter. Barry Lester, top of the left wing now to Cartana's feet inside, goes off a few sh shoes. And it's going to be Cass City ball on, or excuse me, Sandusky ball on the baseline, not free from Cass City's shoe. Both, go ahead. Bender will inbound for Sandusky. Into Menard's hands, the left wing. Back to Blester in the corner against Patrick. Now Menard gets a screen from Cartanis. Dribbles to midcourt. To the right wing to Bender. Against Sherman. Three and a half to play in the first. Still 4 nothing, Cass City. Cartanis left wing takes the three in front of Menard, or in front of uh, Fernald. And this is no good. Rebound brought in by Evan Clark. 
Cartanis tries to steal it and it's in the hands of Tristan Pennington, the head coach for Marlette in attendance tonight, sitting right next to Al DeMond, who, of course, won his first regional championship in a while and his eighth of his career last night as they defeated Cassidy in Sandusky. He's got Tristan there to protect him there against. Yeah. Well, then Tristan's got a, a protection on both sides. He's protecting his newborn's uh, child to his right, Aldemont to his left. Carter Patrick on the backdoor screen goes up strong and in for two points for Cass City. That's a nice cut, nice play designed by Coach Renault. Both teams are playing excellent defense, and that's why they're number one and number two coming into this district defensively. Cass City six, Sandusky nothing. Three minutes left in the first quarter. Cal Giebord at the left elbow to Bender right wing. Bernard deeper into the corner against Evan Clark. Now to Barry Lester. Lester starts his dribble. Back out to the left wing. Into the corner to Cartanis. Cartanis feeds it inside to Lester against Patrick. Spins in the basket. Pump fakes twice. Back out to Bernard. Takes the three. It's good. 2.40 left in the first quarter. And Sandusky's on the board for the first time tonight. Caleb Bernard, the senior, with the big three. Six to three. Cassidy's lead cut in half to three points. Evan Clark inside to Mike Fernald. Gets behind Cartanis. Draws the foul. Count the basket and one for Mike Fernald. Foul will go against Jackson Cartanis. That's his first team's first as well. We have substitution coming in after the next free throw. This is the most aggressive we've seen Fernald play the last two times we've seen him play. Something about that uh, senior mentality that realizes that this is it. This is it, yep. Substitution coming in for... Barry Lester, that would be the mulleted Brendan Long. We finally determined Charlie Sheen in the movie Hot Shot. That's correct. Hot Shot 2. Hot Shot 2 to be more specific, yes. Free throw is no good from Vernald. So it remains 8-3. to three. Cross midcourt, Cal Giebord. It's been one of our more entertaining storylines as the growth of the ball throughout the week as this shot for his block from behind by Evan Clark, and here comes Kansas City. That's the seventh rebound tonight for the Red Hawks. Sandusky was still with just two rebounds. Carpatrick inside to the right block. Fadeaway jump shot is good. Wow, that was smooth. And Carpatrick has four. We have a timeout called by Brendan. Brendan Giebord in the Sandusky Wolves. It's 10-3. Kansas City leads the Sandusky Wolves by seven points with a minute 48 remaining in the first quarter. So, Mark Gainforth, what are we seeing here? We're seeing hot shooting from San, from Cass City. Still good defense from Sandusky. Yeah, they're great defense. The offense just a little bit better, and it, the two guys that are scoring for Cass City is their leading two scores, Patrick and Fernal. And I, Sandusky has to stop those two if they have any chance to win. Carter Patrick with four points. Mike Fernal with the other six points. Patrick and Fernal combined for 31.4 points on average of Cass City's 54 points a night. 10 to three, Cass City trying to find their first district championship since the year 2000. Crossman court for Sandusky coming out with a 30 second timeout, trailing by seven points. This is their largest lead tonight for Cass City. Brendan Long back up to Bender, top of the key, against Sherman, to Long left wing. Trying to beat inside to keyboard, nothing there though. Now skip pass to the right wing, to Bernard, to Bender. Bender on the give and go to Cartanis, right block. Turns to the basket, jump shot, and this one's good for the big man. Cartanis with the soft hands. 
Gives the fifth point to Sandusky. It's now 10-5 with a minute 16 remaining in the first quarter. Five-point lead for the Red Hawks. Cohen Sherman. Back to Mike Fernald, right wing against Cartanis. Tries to blow past him, but cannot. Back to Patrick, left wing against Bernard. Starts his dribble. Now to the right wing to Sherman. Sherman directing traffic. Trying to feed it into Mike Fernald at the high post, but no luck yet. Instead, he sets the screen for Connor Patrick, who dribbles to the right wing. Still dribbling, has a five-second count on him. Now he goes to the corner, goes down the baseline, finds a seam, up for two points for Connor Patrick. He has six points. 12 to 5, 39 seconds left in the first quarter. Sandusky trails by seven points. Into Cartanas in the short corner right side. Against Fernald, going to work. Turns to the basket. Good shot and good move for Cartanas. And the basket counts. 12 to 7. As the student section's coming alive here for both sides. Sandusky starting to end. Isolate their big man inside. It's a tough matchup for Cass City. Cartanas with four straight points there for the Wolves. Eight seconds left. Cass City going for last shot here. Carter Patrick takes a three from the right wing, and this one is good. Carter Patrick with nine points now makes it 15 to seven, and we've reached the end of the first quarter with a Cass City eight-point lead on the WLW Sports Network. Seven, Cass City leads by eight points on a Carter Patrick three to end the first quarter. Sandusky on offense to start the second. Keyboard goes right down the left side of the lane. Doesn't have the touch and rebound breakdown by Cass City's Carter Patrick, the eighth rebound of the night compared to Cass Sandusky's just two. Mike Fernald against Barry Lester, top of the D, back to Carter Patrick against Cal Keyboard. Starts his dribble into the corner to Riley Swiderski. Nothing there. Skip pass back to the top to reset the offense to Cohen Sherman against Brendan Long. At the left wing, down to Fernald in the short corner, turns to the basket, kicks it in the opposite corner to Swiderski. Swiderski goes on the baseline, evades contact, can't get the fall, and rebound brought in by Brendan Long on the air ball. Here comes new man in for Sandusky, number 24, Kelton Bukowski, averages 3.8 per game. Over to Cal Keyboard, back to Barry Lester, right wing. Lester, too long, around the perimeter they go for Cal Keyboard. Dives down the left side of the lane, the finger roll cannot fall, and rebound still loose, and... Finally brought in by Carter Patrick when all said and done about eight seconds later. A lot of action on both sides. Carter Patrick takes another three. This one hits the front of the iron. No good. But offensive board from Cohen Sherman. Excuse me, Tyler Cumper for Cass City. At the free throw line. This shot is good from Mike Fernald. And we have another whistle. And this is going to be... Sideline warning on White as they knock the ball through after the net before it hit the ground. I don't know if you remember, probably before your time, but Cassidy had a couple of players, Tani and Comet, yes. back in the day. And Patrick and Fernald are playing like the predecessors tonight. Yes, I haven't heard those names in a while. They were good. 17-7, largest lead so far for Cassidy at 10 points. Top of the key, Barry Lester at the free throw line. But works his way all the way down to the right side of the, to the block. This shot's no good. Carter Patrick brings another rebound. Carter Patrick having a heck of a game so far. We've only played 10 minutes. Mike Fernald takes the 17-footer. This one's good. He's having a heck of a night, too. He has 10 points, 19-7. to Cass City leads by 12 points. 
That is seven straight points for Cass City. Back to the top to Barry Lester against Fernald. Over to the left wing to Gibor at the free throw line. Double dribbles, feeds it over to Menard. Menard tries to go down, and there's going to be a block called against Tyler Kumper. That will be his first and Cass City's first team foul as well. Comes with 5.53 left in the second quarter. Sandusky might have to choose a little bit different defense here. Patrick and, and Fernald have dominated the offensive end for Cass City. They've combined for 17 points. Mind you, Cass City has, no, excuse me, though, they have all of the points. 19 points of Cass City's 19 points. Bukowski goes down the baseline. There's nothing there. He's still trying to weave his way through. Gets back out to Cartanis left wing. Cartanis dribbling around the perimeter. And he gets it stripped away into the hands of Fernald. Second turnover for Sandusky tonight. Cassidy leading by 12 points, 19 to 7. Big three from Carter Patrick's off the mark. Tyler Cumper, though, with an offensive rebound, keeps Cassidy on offense. Everything's going right tonight for the Red Hawks. Riley Swiderski to Mike Fernald, left wing. Starts his dribble against Cartanis. Gives it back out to Trent Patrick. Checked in just a few moments ago. Replaced, looks like Evan Clark. Working the way around the perimeter again. Carter Patrick at the right elbow. Now goes down the right side of the lane. Fading through, and he gets it to count for two. He has 11. 21 to 7. We have another timeout called by Brandon Gieboard in the Wolves. 4.55 left in the second quarter. Cass City 21, Sandusky 7. Cass City fired in all cylinders here to start this game. They lead by 14 points, 21 to 7. As Sandusky calls a full timeout, comes out of it. Bukowski with a three in the corner. And rebound brought down by Riley Swiderski for the Red Hawks. Swiderski across midcourt. Holds up, now gets to Fernald. Around to Trent Patrick, left wing against Brendan Long. Expect a post up here for Patrick. They have Kumper at the high post. Fernald and Patrick's here comes a post opposite up. blocks. Yep. Here comes Patrick right down the baseline. His mark came forth called. It was blocked, though, out of bounds. And it's going to be Cass City ball underneath their own basket, left side of your radio. Right, two, 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 so Fernald two. calling in the shots here for his squad, leading by 14 points over Sandusky. 21-7 with 4.15 left in the second quarter. Fernald gets it to the right wing. Pump fakes. Now he takes a three for the win. This one is good. Mike Fernald makes it 24-7. That is a 12-0 run in the last four and a half minutes for Sandusky for Cass City against Sandusky. Cartanis to keyboard, 24-7, 17-point lead for the Red Hawks on their home gym. Cartanis over to the left wing against Bukowski, against Patrick. Back to keyboard, takes the three top of the key. This one rattles out, no good. Mike Fernald with another rebound. 3.36 left in the second quarter. Cass City 24, Sandusky 7. Patrick back up to the top. Over to left wing to Trent Patrick. Patrick against the other number one. That'd be Brendan Long of Sandusky. Picks up his dribble back to Mike Fernald. Tyler Cumper back to Patrick right wing. So a little bit of stagnation here from Cass City. 3.15 at the right elbow. Patrick back to Trent Patrick. Takes the NBA three. This one's no good, but Tyler Cumper brings in the long rebound. Going down the baseline, Riley Swiderski is blocked. And there's going to be some contact as well. This will send Swiderski to the free throw line for two shots. 
It's going to be the second team foul against Sandusky and goes against Kelton Bukowski, his first. So Riley Swiderski is going to try to attempt to be the first scorer other than named Carter Patrick and Mike Fernald. And we have three minutes left in the half. <laughs> it's 24 points to show for it. The first free throw is no good. Substitutions Evan Clark and Cohen Sherman check in. Replace Trent Patrick and Tyler Comfort. Riley Swiderski on the season, 65% free throw shooter. Has made 34, has attempted 52. Three oh five remaining in the first half. Sandusky is yet to score in the second quarter. Last points came with 24 seconds left in the first, and the second free throw is good from Swiderski. So he's in the books officially. We don't believe there's a family relation there either. 25 to 7, Cass City by 18, and Sandusky dribbles it out of bounds, but knocked loose by a white jersey. Sandusky ball right side of your radio. Can't or said not, or Cassidy's done a great job of denying weak side cuts from Sandusky, not allowing any basket cuts to the basket. Feeding inside the Cartagena to the high post. Turns fadeaway jump shot. This one is good. He has six points and Sandusky's first points since 24 seconds left in the, second, in the first quarter. Stops a 13-0 run for Cass City. 25-9. Red Hawks leading the Wolves. Carter Patrick at the left wing against Menard at the free throw line. Fadeaway jump shot. This one's off the mark. Ugly looking shot, but there's Riley Swiderski with yet another rebound. Cohen Sherman goes up strong. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Bukowski. Just the fourth rebound for Sandusky tonight. Cal Giebord at the left wing against Cohen Sherman. Trying to find a little breathing room at the left elbow. Not, none there, and it's stolen away by Evan Clark. Third turnover for Sandusky. Evan Clark. Trying to dribble inside and goes off his shin out of bounds. That's the second turnover for Cass City. Substitution Barry Lester, Brendan Long check in, replace Kelton Bukowski and Braden Bender for Sandusky. 2.07 left in the first half. Cass City 25, Sandusky 9. Kyle Giebord brings the ball up for the Wolves. Left to right across your radio, gets a double high screen from. Cartanis and Lester dribbles to the right wing. Now at the right elbow, takes the jump shot for Giebord. This one's long, and rebound brought in by Carter Patrick. 17 rebounds for Cass City, four rebounds for Sandusky. Minute 44 left in the second. Cass City by 16 points. Mike Fernald high post into the corner to Swiderski, trying to go down baseline, but Barry Lester, tough defense. Now finds his way inside the paint, and they're going to say a foul on the floor. It's going to be a block called against Barry Lester, his first and team's third. Yeah, Cass City, they need to get their other players to get more active offensively. I know they can sit or stand and watch their teammates, uh, Fernald Patrick, do the, everything, but Swiderski at least is trying to get involved in the offense a little bit. Mike Fernald gets the inbound, kicks it out to Swiderski. He jump stops inside the lane. Very good. And we're going to be called for oh, a travel. That was a nice jump stop. That was a nice jump stop. So third team, or third person, <laughs> sorry, third team turnover for Cass City. I will say, Cass City Redhawks and Sandusky Wolves. Certainly confusing. Same colors. Sandusky, of course, used to be the Redskins. Redhawks of Cass City. Certainly confusing here tonight. Brendan Long gets the give and go inside the lane. He is fouled on the give and go. And he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Cass City's second team foul will go against Cohen Sherman, his first. Brendan Long trying to get in the scorebook for the first time tonight. On the season, a... 60% free throw shooter has attempted 
five total free throws, and he missed that first one. Where's Sandusky to go for their offense here? I mean, well, we haven't seen much from Kyle Gibord here tonight so far. Jackson Cartanis has really been the only bright spot as the second free throw from Long is good. Minute 14 left in the half. As a 3-0 run for Sandusky. It's now double digits, 25 to 10. We have to start from somewhere. Clark, the journey of a thousand steps, or thousand miles begins with the first step. The old Chinese proverb. Carter Patrick is in the left block, and he goes up strong. Double team there, and it makes it count. He has 13 points. 27 to 10. Crosswind court, Kyle Gibord. Without a miscommunication there. Has to get it over to Bernard, left wing against Evan Clark. Into the corner. Picks it up at the left wing. Inside to Lester. 32 seconds left. Nothing there. Spinning his way. He's going to have a three-second violation. Instead, Jackson Cartanis inside the lane on the floater and a runner. And Cartanis gets it to count. A mix between a hook shot and a floater and a runner. 27-12. Cassidy going for last shot here as they lead by 15 points over Sandusky. Carter Patrick at the right wing. Back up to Evan Clark. Five seconds. Into the corner. Cohen Sherman. Sherman at the right elbow. Takes a jump shot. No good. Riley Swiderski almost brings in the rebound, and we've reached halftime. Ron Cartanis checking in town court with a 15-point lead for the home team. Cass City leading Sandusky in the District 96 Championship at halftime after 16 minutes of play. It's Cass City 27, Sandusky 12. Sports Network's presentation of the District 96 Championship between the Sandusky Wolves and the Cass City Redhawks from Cass City, Michigan. And it's been all Cass City so far for the first 16 minutes of play. It was 15-7 at the end of the first quarter, but how we got there, it was 6-0 before Sandusky got on the board with a Jackson, excuse me, Caleb Bernard 3. Made it 6-3, and then all of a sudden it was 10-3 with two more made baskets before Sandusky would tag on another two points. Another two points, make it 12 to five, and then exchange baskets the rest of the way out. And with four seconds left in that first quarter, Carter Patrick would hit a three to make it 15 to seven. Cass City by eight points after eight minutes. In the third quarter, excuse me, the second quarter, it felt like the third quarter, Cass City would continue on with a big old scoring streak here. They'd actually go on a 13-0 run in just four and a half minutes, almost five minutes, going from uh, the last Sandusky points with 24 seconds left in the first quarter to 3.05 left in the first half, and it was Sandusky still with seven points, Cass City at 25. Sandusky would score three straight points, make it 25 to 10 before Cass City would hit another Mike Fernald, two points, 27 to 10. And then Sandusky would score with 21 seconds left to make it 21 to 12. A 15-point game at the half as fourth scoring, well, not a whole surprise here, but Cass City with Carter Patrick and Mike Fernald each with 13 points. The rest of the team, one point from a free throw from Riley Spiderski. Went one for two in that time, so for 27 total points. For Sandusky, they're led by Jackson Cartanis, the big man, who has eight points, four points in each quarter. Caleb Bernard with the first points with that threes, nothing since. And then Brendan Long went one for two from the free throw line 
for one point. 27-12. Yeah, Keyboard, uh, Bender, and Menard, they got to get going. If Cassie's got, or Sandusky's got any chance of winning this game, those are, those are the three scores. And the big fella has kept him in, well, tried to keep him in the first half, but he's, he's not their main scorer. So I, if they don't get it going, it's going to be a long night for Sandusky. Before we get into the shooting, just before I forget any of these uh, halftime scores, Croslex is leading Emily City 21 to 17. Ubley leading Peck at halftime 21 to 18, and at halftime Millington leading Brown City 30 to 28. Of course, the winner of this one will play the winner of the Mon the Montrose District, which has just so happens to have Flint Beecher in it. In never first, never know, heard of that. School. Never heard of that school. Never, never heard, heard of them. They've only won the state championship, was it six times since the year 2000 or something like that? Well, Sandusky in that first half was 4 of 10 on the inside, 1 of 4 on the outside. 40% inside, 25% outside for 5 for 14 the first half for 35%. Cassidy, 10 of 14 on the inside for 71%. On the outside, beyond the arc, 2 for 6 for 33%. For the first half, 12 of 20, shooting 60% in their home gym. Any predictions here for the second half? Well, it's pretty simple. But it's not easily done. You know, again, Sandusky got to get the three guards going, and they have to figure out a way to stop Patrick and Fernald if they have a chance to win. Cass City will come out with their five starters. We have Evan Clark, Cohen Sherman, Riley Swiderski, Carter Patrick, and Mike Fernald for Sandusky. We have Jackson Cartanis. Caleb Menard, Kyle Gibord, Braden Bender, and Barry Lester. And a little bit of false start there to start the second half, but it's Cass City inbounds going left right across your radio now from the pit of Cass City. Feed it inside, Rice first. He goes up strong, and he is fouled immediately as two black jerseys swarm to him as he went up strong. And it'll be the first team foul against Sandusky in the second half. It will go against number 23. That will be Braden Bender, his first. I think that was a great set. I'm sure Sandusky anticipated Patrick or Fernald on that, and they just rolled Swiderski down the lane for easy shot. And Swiderski doubles his output and doubles the output of the rest of the team, not named Patrick or Fernald, with his second made free throw tonight. 7.51 left in the third quarter. It's now 28-12, and now it is remains 28-12 with a second missed free throw. And just the sixth rebound for Sandusky tonight. Kansas City was 17. Sandusky yet to have an offensive rebound tonight as well. Braden Bender over to Cal Keyboard. Riley came out to meet him. Jackson Cartanis gives him a screen. Now Cartanis at the left wing has the ball. 28 to 12. Has City leading by 16 points. Keyboard goes down to left block. Double team there, and we have a loose ball, and it's going to be a jump ball. As Mike Fernald got his hands on it, it's going to be possession arrow in favor of the Sandusky Wolves. So Sandusky will inbound underneath their own basket, left side of your radio. Braden Bender will inbound. Trailing by 16 points to Kansas City, 28 to 12. Immediately Caleb Menard with a three. They start out the first half with a three. Starts out the second half with a three. 28 to 15 now. 7-18 remaining in the first quarter of the second half. The third quarter to be specific. Riley Swiderski gets the ball. Dives inside again. Draws another foul. And Riley Swiderski will go back to the free throw line for two more shots. Foul will go against Braden Bender, his second personal. And second in just a matter of 49 seconds here of the second half. Another aggressive play uh, from, uh, from uh, Swiderski back at the free throw line. 
Swirsky's fifth free throw of the night is good. So he has three points. Bender sits down. It's replaced by number 11, Carson Shampo, a junior. To Riley Swirsky, all the scoring here in the second half so far for Cass City. He makes that one. He's now three for four from the free throw line in the second half. And it's stolen away by Evan Clark. 30 to 15, Cassidy doubling up Sandusky. Seven minutes left in the third quarter. Chiropractor goes down the baseline against Jackson Cartanis. Kicks it back out to Mike Fernald. Fernald inside to Evan Clark between the high and low posts. Dribbling around the perimeter now, Cohen Sherman with it. All the way to the left wing. Picks up his dribble. Feeds it inside to Mike Fernald against Cartanis. Good defense there. Skip pass to the opposite corner to Evan Clark. Back out to Riley Swiderski. Against Menard. Pump fakes once now gets the screen for Evan Clark. Goes down to the baseline. Nothing there. Picks up his dribble. Back out to Evan Clark. Against Menard. Inside to Fernald against Cartanis again. Hook shot. Left handed. It's good. Looked like a young Clark Ramsey in there with a left handed <laughs> hook shot. I think uh, Fernald missed his first shot. I don't believe he's missed one since. Over to Jackson Cartanis. Left wing. 32-15. Sandusky trails by 17 to their hosts, the Cass City Redhawks. Cartanis inside. Nothing there. Back outside to Shampo. Shampo against Cohen Sherman. Cartanis. Nothing there. Now at the left elbow. Back out to Barry Lester. Against Carter Patrick. Inside the lane. Back out to wide open. Cartanis for three in the corner. Two days shipped right into the hands of Riley Spiderski. Patrick around the perimeter. Leading by 17 to Sandusky. Mike Fernald at the right wing. Back up to the top to Spiderski. Spiderski back to Fernald. Into Carter Patrick in the short corner against Keyboard. To Cohen Sherman, top of the key. Inside, Sherman is blocked by Barry Lester. And Sherman is bailed out with a foul. Five twenty-one left in the third. Barry Lester is... Second personal, team's third. And puts Cohen Sherman to the free throw line for the first time tonight. Yeah, we were expecting Sandusky maybe to do something different defensively here, and I think what has happened, um, they've spread their defense out to take away the two scores from Cass City, and there's driving lanes now for the Cass City players. First free throw is no good, as Sherman now a 37% free throw shooter in the season, and he missed both of them. So rebound brought in by Kyle Gibord. We have a foul on the rebound. That's going to be called against Carter Patrick. His first, team's first in the second half. Brown City now leading Millington, 37-36 in the third quarter. That should be a great game. For Gaten Muxlow. A shoe-in for the Thomas Forster Association Player of the Year. Of course, voting has yet to occur. A pretty easy decision there. In the corner to Brendan Long, to Cartanis on the right elbow, top of the key. Menard with another three. This one's off the mark. Hurried that one a little bit. And brought in by Mike Fernald on the rebound. Remains 32-15. to Kansas City by 17. 4.50 left in the third quarter. Mike Fernald over to Swiderski. Swiderski inside Evan Clark against the malted Evan, or Brendan Long. And tipped pass, and it's going to be loose. And we're going to say out of bounds. Last touch by Sandusky. Cass City ball.
Carpatrick will inbound underneath the Cassidy's own basket. Leading handily. Mike Fernando gets the inbound. Evan Clark, right wing, back to Carpatrick in the corner. Looked at the basket, did not shoot, though. Jump stop instead, fadeaway jump shot in the base inside the paint, no good. And rebound brought in by Sandusky, but Mike Fernald steals it away from Cartanis. And Mike Fernald now with 17 points, 34 to 19. Where's, it, where's this kid been? He's really being aggressive. Like you said, he's a senior. He's really playing as is, as it's if it's been his last game, and, and uh, it's really made the difference for Cassidy's offense. Cal Gibor traveled within the left block, gives the ball back to Cassidy. As Mike Fernald playing with a vengeance tonight. He has 17 points leading the team. He averages 12.4 a game. He had 13 more than that at halftime. Carter Patrick is blocked by Gibor, gets his own rebound, though. Still, we're going to work in the post, and this one's in for two points for Carter Patrick. Great patience by Patrick there in the post. 36-15. It's an 8-0 run for Cass City in this third quarter. Brendan Long, right wing against Carter Patrick. Into the corner to Menard. Pump fakes three times. Now starts his dribble down the baseline. Pickpocketed almost by Evan Clark. Double team comes in with Fernald, and we have a whistle. It's going to be a timeout called by Sandusky. 30-second timeout, 36-15. So, Mark Gainforth, what are we seeing here in this second half? From Cass City. Well, it's the same old, same old for Cass City. I think they're being very aggressive offensively and defensively. Boy, are they locking down the guards from Sandusky and doing a better job with Car Cartanis on the in, the in the inside. So, you know, Coach Gieber's got to do something here, change the tempo, extend full court, maybe deny the shooters from Cass City. But I think he's got to change up here if he's got a chance to come back in. Sandusky was calling their third timeout tonight. The first timeout they called, they were down by seven. Second timeout they called, they're down by 14. And the third timeout they called, they're down by 21. What are you saying there? Multiples of three? Is uh, that what you're multiples saying? of seven. <laughs> so uh, hopefully, not for Sandusky's sake, uh, the next time they call timeout, they'll not be down by 28. But the way Cass City is playing tonight, uh, they are motivated. Braden Bender will inbound right into Cartanis, wide open. And he is fouled, count the basket, and one for Jackson Cartanis. Foul goes against number five, Cohen Sherman. That's his second, team second. And Jackson Cartanis now with ten points on the night. Great call after a timeout by Coach Gebert. Sherman sits down. Replaced by Trent Patrick. Cartanis trying to go for the old-fashioned three-point play here. And to... Make this just an 18-point deficit, and he does with the free throw is good. Cartanis with 11. Sandusky with 18. Cassidy with 36. Three and a half to play in the third. Evan Clark against Brendan Long, top of the key to Mike Fernald. Fernald over to the left wing to Riley Swiderski. Weeds his way inside the lane, and he's out of control, and that's going to be an offensive foul against Riley Swiderski. As Brendan Long... I'm pretty sure that is a minimum of four offensive charges he has drawn this week alone. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps he is a hot shot after all. Well, he's got a lot of hair to land on. That's true. You know? That's very true. Foul go against Riley Swiderski, his first. Team's third. Menard feeds it into Cartanis in the short corner against Mike Fernald. Going to work against him. Almost pickpocketed inside. Give and go to Brendan Long. At the right block, and Brendan Long making his presence known. He gets the basket to count for two points. 36 to 20. 
It's a 5-0 run for Sandusky suddenly. Evan Clark against Brennan Long. To the high post to Carter Patrick. Left wing, Riley Swiderski. Gives it to the corner to Trent Patrick. Patrick one dribble to your older brother, Carter Patrick. Back to Trent. Trent goes down, kicks it in the corner to Carter Patrick. Now the left wing to the left elbow. In between the high and low post, back out to younger brother. Takes a three from Trent. This one short, rebound brought in by Brendan Long. Cassidy trails by 16 points, 36 to 20. They trailed as many as just by 21 a moment ago. Cartanis with a three top of the key. No good. Carter Patrick elevates for the rebound. I'd like to see Cassidy go back to Fernald here in the block. We'll see what happens. Peck now leading ugly, 27 to 22. A minute and a half left in the third quarter. Cartanis tries to steal the ball away. Intended for Fernald. Goes out of bounds, and Trent Patrick will inbound for Cass City right in front of their own bench, right side of your radio. Minute 58 left in the third quarter, 36-20. Carter Patrick taking his time against keyboard. Now to Mike Fernald in the corner against Cartanis. From 17 feet, now starts his dribble down the baseline. Opposite corner, skip pass to Swiderski. Back out to Trent Patrick, left wing three. No good, rebound Brendan Long. For not starting, Brendan Long certainly making his presence known tonight. Cartanis back to Bender against Trent Patrick. To the left wing to Menard. Cartanis short corner, left side. Inside to Braden Bender. Bender going to work against Trent Patrick. Can't get the fall. Rebound brought in by Mike Fernald. If I'm not mistaken, that might have been Bender's first attempt tonight. I think so. Carter Patrick back to Trent Patrick. Minute 10 left in the third quarter. Cassidy 36, Sandusky 20. Trent Patrick into Mike Fernald against Cartanis. On the baseline, jump shot, no good. He missed it. He's human. <laughs> Braden Bender with the rebound for Sandusky. Sandusky almost doubling their rebound output this quarter alone. Braden Bender on the give and go from Brennan Long. He's fouled, though. He'll go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against Cass City's number one. Trent Patrick, his first team's fourth. And Braden Bender goes to the free throw line for his attempts to earn his first points of the evening. The season, Braden Bender, 20 of 39 for 51%. First free throw, not enough legs, not enough arc, and it hits the front of the iron, bounces out. Trent Patrick sits down, replaced by Cohen Sherman for, San, for Cass City. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised here if Cass City goes for one with 50 seconds left in the quarter and up by 16. And the second free throw, no good. 36 to 20. 16-point lead for the home team, the Red Hawks of Cass City. Trying to go for their first district championship since the year 2000. In the corner, Mike Fernald for three. It's good. Mike Fernald with 20 points now, 39 to 20. 19-point lead for the maroon and white of the M81 Valley. Cartanis back to Gibor, 17 seconds against Swiderski. It's a double screen there, one side from each side from Cartanis. Back out for Cartanis for a three. No good. Long rebound goes out of bounds, and it'll be Cass City ball. 7.6 seconds left in the quarter. Substitution, Tyler Kumper checks in, replaces Evan Clark. You think they'll go for one shot here? Well, I, I know they're not going for two shots. <laughs> this is with 7.6 seconds left. Who's going to take the shot? Looks like Patrick. Looks like, looks like Patrick. Dives yep. right inside the lane, and there's yep. going to be an offensive foul. Yep. Carter Patrick 
put his right shoulder into Caleb Menard. And that's going to be the most underappreciated and under-cheered offensive foul I've ever seen in my life. 2.2 seconds left. Carter Patrick's second personal, team's fifth. So 2.2 seconds left. Sandusky will inbound. Trailing by 19 points here in the third quarter. Most aggressive, efficient player for Sandusky by far has been Gartanis. And, and I didn't expect that coming in. No. Cal Gibord had a big night on Wednesday. Yes. Quiet night here so far. Gibord yet to score. Half-court shot from Gartanis is no good. And we've reached the end of the third quarter with a 19-point lead for the Cass City Redhawks. 39 to 20, eight minutes away from a district championship. Eight minutes remain in District 96, and it's Cass City handily out over Sandusky, 39 to 20. Cassidy feeds it into Carter Patrick to start the quarter. Into the block, piece back out to around the perimeter they go for Mike Fernald to Tyler Cumber left wing. Back to the top to Fernald. Inside to Carter Patrick, fadeaway jump shot. This one is short. And rebound number 10 of the night for Caleb Menard and the Sandusky Wolves. And they're going to be called for over and back. Seven turnovers now for the Wolves of Sandusky. Sandusky on defense, feeds it to Cassidy, feeds it inside to Mike Fernald. Inside to Fernald again, fade away. Inside the paint is good for Fernald's 22nd point of the night. 41 to 20, 718 left in the fourth quarter. He's really been impressive tonight, hasn't he? Play? Yes. Playing like a senior. 22 points tonight. Inside, Kyle Gieborg goes down the lane and gets his first points of the night, 41 to 22. That's what we saw on Wednesday night as well as Monday. 41 to 22, 19-point differential. Carter Patrick inside, wide open, and over-pursued there from Kyle Gieborg, and Carter Patrick puts up his 17th point of the night. Yeah, trading baskets here right now is not going to work well with Sandusky. Again, they, they need to do something to create some more possessions and turnovers. Inside, Barry Lesser trying to look to Cal Keyboard, nothing there. Menard over the left wing to Bukowski. Bukowski, survey now to Menard to the right wing to Barry Lester. Lester, give and go to Cal Keyboard, right side of the lane, and Keyboard starting to heat up now, four straight points for him. 43 to 24, 615 remains in regulation. There's a patented Sandusky backside cut with a screen from the elbow that's getting them in the lane. Cohen Sherman to Kumper to Swiderski left wing. Inside to Fernald, and there's going to be a reach called against Sandusky. I do believe Barry Lester is going to be called for that. With 5.58 left in the fourth quarter, it'll be the fourth team foul for Sandusky in the second half, and Barry Lester's third personal. Barry Lester sits down and is replaced by a fellow Sandusky Wolf. Kerry 
Carter Patrick takes the jump shot from the right block on the inbound. This one's no good. And rebound number 11 now for Sandusky. Cass City with 24. At left wing, Bukowski. Back to Cartana's top of the key. Starts to dribble against Fernald going down the right side of the lane. Puts it up and not enough strength there. And rebound for Cass City. Tyler Kumper. That's easy to Cohen Sherman. Inside, Carter Patrick goes up strong. In for two points. Carter Patrick with 19. 45 to 24. 5-22 left in regulation. Patrick's got a nice inside-outside game. He can take threes and, and obviously post up, which he's done mostly tonight. To Cartanis, right wing, pops the three. Immediately, this one's no good. Rebound brought in by Cohen Sherman for Cass City. Rebound 26 for the Red Hawks. Into the corner, Swiderski takes the three. This one's in and out, no good. But there's Mike Fernald to clean up the boards and put it in for two. He has 24, 47-24 now. 4.52 left in the fourth quarter. Cass City by 23 points. Inside to Cartanis. Cartanis posting up for Null. Good move there, and they're going to be a whistle. And this put Cartanis to the free throw line for two shots. I'll go against Mike Fernald. That's his first and team sixth. Well, partner, I'm, I'm waiting for something different from Sandusky to try something here. Maybe, maybe we're not going to see it. Free throw from Cartanis is good. This might be a little too late regardless of what they try to attempt here. as Tyler Cumper sits down. So it's now 47 to 26. That's two made free throws from Jackson Cartanis. 13 points for him tonight. Mike Fernald, top of the key to Evan Clark over to the right wing, Jacone Sherman. Looking inside, nothing there. Carter Patrick, right back to Sherman, inside to Fernald. Against Cartanis, kicks it back out to Evan Clark. Riley Swiderski. Skip pass to Cohen Sherman, right elbow. Skip pass to the left corner, Evan Clark down the baseline, jump stop, kicks it back out to Swiderski. Nice ball movement here at the free throw line. Now to right wing. Cohen Sherman, the runner down the right side is no good. Evan Clark with the offensive board, puts it up. That one's no good either. Gets another rebound for Evan Clark and puts it in for two points. Evan Clark paying the stats and also his first points of the night. 49 to 26. 347. Left in regulation. We have a whistle well away from the ball. And it's going to be a foul against Cass City. It's Evan Clark. That's his first team seven. So one in one situation gives a free throw for Caleb Menard for Sandusky. Menard, a 54.8% free throw shooter entering tonight. He makes the first one. Three minutes and 40 seconds left in regulation. Second free throw is good. He has eight points tonight now. 49 to 28. Back to a 21-point ball game. Cassidy going for their 19th title in school history tonight. Evan Clark on the baseline. Jump shot's short. No good. Rebound brought in by Bukowski for Sandusky. Bukowski to Cartanis. Top of the key to Cal Keyboard. 
Keyboard takes a three. Right wing, no good. Rebound Carter Patrick for the Red Hawks. Last district championship for the Red Hawks came in 2000, 24 seasons ago, when they defeated Millington 44-42 in North Branch. This time against Sandusky. They faced off with Sandusky in the finals four times. 1953, 1980, 1982, and 1983. Sandusky win in 1882. Cassidy taking the other three. And we have a turnover for the Red Hawks. On the baseline goes out of bounds. That's Turnover number four for the Red Hawks. And Jackson Cartanis and Cal Keyboard sit down perhaps for the final time as a Sandusky Wolf. I think we've talked enough tonight about Cassidy's defense. It's just stagnated the offense from Sandusky and took away their best players and forced Catanus to be their score. Barry Lesser takes a runner inside. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by the Red Hawks as they lead by 21 points with two and a half left in the fourth quarter. Inside to Mike Fernald against Barry Lester. Kicks back into the corner to Cohen Sherman. Thought about taking the three. Does not. Instead, skip pass. And stolen away by Caleb Menard. Menard goes for the dunk. It's Ooh. missed, though. But Brendan Long clings up the boards in for two points. Menard really wanted that one. But Brendan Long there to clean it up. Brendan Long with five now. <laughs> it's the crowd suddenly. A little confused what they just saw. It's good looking. I... Heck of ups there for Caleb Bernard. Wasn't expecting that. Carter Patrick back out to Riley Swiderski. Back to Cohen Sherman to Carter Patrick. Most buzz we've heard from the crowd. <laughs> in you know, quite some time here. Yes. As Carter Patrick is fouled by Brendan Long on the reach. That's his first, team's fifth. So we have a hockey change here. Caleb Bernard, Barry Lester, and Brendan Long sit down for Sandusky. Carter Patrick, Mike Fernald, and Cohen Sherman sit down for the Red Hawks, as well as Riley Swiderski. And now Landon Shunt also checks in for Cass City. Evan Clark sits down. 49 to 30. Cass City by 19 points with 96 seconds left. Trent Patrick to Landon Schott, right wing. Back up to the top to Gabe LaValle. LaValle to Braylon LaValle, inside. Looking to score, nothing there. Back out to number 15, Kellen Levine. Another bright pair of shoes out there. Minute 15 left. Braylon LaValle, Kellen Levine, Trent Patrick, right wing. Being guarded by number 15, Tanner Tag. Inside, rebound no good. And rebound brought in by Gabe DeBrant for Sandusky. Over to the right wing, to number 22, Kyle Donagrandi. And the three from Bukowski is no good. Rebound brought in by Kellen Levine for Cass City. 45 seconds left, and we're going to see, well, they're going to start to milk this clock for all of its worth. Sandusky beat Cass City last night in girls basketball in the regional championship tonight. Cass City defeats Sandusky in the Boys' District Championship. And Trent Patrick's just going to let this dribble this one out with 24 seconds left. 
As the Cassidy faithful, they've been waiting 24 seasons for this moment. And they get to do it on their home court. As they take out the Sandusky Wolves by 19 points, it was never in question. They never trailed in this ballgame. And they take out Sandusky 49 to 30. There is the buzzer. And your Sandusky Red Hawks, excuse me, Cass City Red Hawks. Screw that up all night. Cass City Red Hawks, your district champions. They take out Sandusky 49 to 30 in the District 96 Championship. We'll return with your post-game show in a medal presentation and a trophy presentation to Aaron Bernald, his first district championship in head coach history. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. Cassidy wins by 19 points, 49 to 30. City each getting their individual medals here. Number 25, Carter Patrick, the junior, getting his medal. And the leading scorer for tonight. Mike Fernald getting his medal. And all that's left is the district trophy sitting on our table all season and all week long here to Aaron Fernald. Cool moment for a program that has been waiting for this moment for 24 seasons. They made it to the district championship in 2020 but then the world shut down before they could play that game. And their 19th district title in school history. And just their fourth since 1990. Had a heck of a run in the 1970s and 1980s with Ron Nurnberger as the head coach. And now the Aaron Fernald era has a district title to boot. Let's take you through these, uh, the scores here. At the end of the first quarter, it was 15-7, Cass City. And then it was 27-12 in the second, and after the second quarter, as Cass City went on a 13-0 run to lead 25-9 and then 27-12 at half. In the third quarter, it was more Cass City. 12-8 in the third quarter to make it 39-20. And Cass City went on an 8-0 run for the course of just 3 minutes and 20 20 seconds to make it 36-15, then 39-20 at the end of the third. And then fourth quarter, exchange baskets the whole way through. Both teams with 10 points. Final score, 49-30. So, the team getting their photos with the trophy right now. As the student section, very antsy to get into the action here as well. Even the mascots out here tonight. As they defeat Sandusky, 49 to 30. Now student sections in. So Mark Gainforth, before we get into the leading scores in this game, what were your thoughts? I didn't quite expect this, um, but I think defensively, Cassidy, when they took away um, Sandusky's offense, they really, really struggled to score, obviously. And the shooting 
of Patrick Bernal was just too much for the Sandusky Wolves. Yeah, especially when you have Patrick, or Carter Patrick with 19, and then Mike Fernald with 24. The Don't, man on a mission yeah. tonight. Yeah, and I, I, I think he probably shot 80 to 90% from Had the field. I mean, I mean, he missed, I think, one or two maybe shots in the whole second half. Yeah, and, and he's a very patient offensive player anyway, but he's just more aggressive tonight, which Cassidy need, needed today, and he need, they need a lot of more, more of that on Monday. So Cassidy's Aaron Fernald now picks up his 209th victory in his career over 17 years as the head coach for Cassidy. He's the head coach from 2002 to 2009, and then 2012 to 2015, and then 2019 to present. As I, they're playing the theme from Hoosiers. You would have probably know that. I, 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 I was trying to remember, know. figure out what that song was. Props to the DJ there for yeah. playing the theme for Hoosiers. I'm always intent trying to listen to you and learn. Oh, okay. And, you know, I don't hear the noise, <laughs> the background noise. Well, we're going to see if we can track down Aaron yeah. Fernald here at some point uh, to hear from the head coach of the Red Hawks. And it's time for a short break. When we return, we'll have your, star, your leading scores from tonight and a recap from all of District 96 right here on the WLW Sports Network. You're listening to the WLW Sports Network. The District 96 Championship has completed. And the hosts of District 96, the Cassidy Red Hawks, keep the trophy right here in Cass City. And we're joined right now by Aaron Fernald, the head coach for the Cassidy Red Hawks for a total of 17 years in your first district championship. I know. It's been a long time. Congratulations. Thank you. Would you give us your general thoughts right now? Uh, you know, I thought the kids played pretty well tonight. We were able to get the ball inside. And, pretty well. Yeah, pretty they played real, real well. We got the ball inside, and we're able to, uh, you know, we just we just executed what we worked on yesterday. So um, it was good to see that. And Sandusky didn't shoot the ball that well, so that helped too. So there was a lot of things there. But uh, overall, Carter and Mike, you know, they both had big games. And um, I'm not even sure how many points they had, but they, well, they both played well. They combined for 43 points tonight. Oh, did they? Well, 24 for Mike Fernald, 19 for Carter Patrick. Well, that's what you expect out of guys, uh, your your leaders to, to, to do that. We saw that the – the prospect of Mike Fernald, he's been solid all season. I mean, he averaged just under 13 points a game. But tonight, he was a man on a mission. He was. What What was the difference? Is it that senior mentality that this is it? This is my last game here in Kansas City? I, this is my last chance to find a district championship? Or just everything started to click for uh, I think it's a lot of things for Mike. He, you know, last year he had a bad ankle injury, and, and uh, he kind of battled that a little bit this year. But uh, he finally feels like he's healthy, and uh, he's just playing well right now. And uh, it was Got some good advice to get it inside to him earlier in the week, and we did that. What's it feel like to bring the first district championship to Kansas City in 24 seasons? Yeah, it feels pretty good. You know, we've been on the verge of it a few times just for whatever reason. We haven't been able to kind of break through there. Um, but it uh, feels good. Uh, these kids have been working at it since they've been in about third grade. Good coaches brought them up. Uh, uh, and... Uh, you know, they're just fundamentally sound, and that helps when your kids are fundamentally sound. Well, we were impressed with Kansas City all season, and we kind of saw this. I mean, the first half of the season, you were the, the cardiac kids. I mean, yes. it seemed like every other game was a was a last-minute, last-second shot that won you. The, it's, you know, at Lakers, you know, against Bad Axe, against Reese, against Millington, against New Valley. You know, it seemed like they just kept adding up. And then all of a sudden, the second half of the season, 
you're winning by double digits. You're averaging, you know, 21 points when it, but winning there. What really clicked for this team? What was it? So I, I think some of our uh, Riley Weiler, Cohen Sherman, Evan Clark, uh, some of those kids just got more comfortable in the offense and kept started contributing. Riley's had several games of double figures, and that really helps us because they can't concentrate on Mike and Carter so much. And Evan Clark's had some big games, so it's, uh, it's been good. Uh, they, they've just kind of developed. So, Mark Gainforth, it looks like you have a question here. No, I was telling his son to stay away from oh, him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. He's concentrating here. Well, He's doing a good job. You want to ask uh, the, the, the man of the hour well, here? Well, Aaron and I have gone go back a long way when we were at Saginaw Valley, so I was really, really happy for him and, and the community and everything. I just I – just Part of the reason we haven't won a district is we could never beat <laughs> USA, for one thing. Wow. Jeez, they always thumped us in the – well, well I, I was saying there was a history there for a few years where I, I was going through who, who Cassidy got knocked out by Rears. USA, 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 USA. Tell USA. me about it. Yeah. <laughs> we're just salting the wound there a little bit. But we're glad to see you uh, overcome that that first achievement of the season. I mean, you have a, a league title. You got the district championship. Now on to Region 24 at USA. So close to home. I was just going to say, where is it? I at, haven't even at, looked. At USA. USA. And you're in the second game on Monday. And more than likely against just a small team known as Never the, heard of the Beecher Bucks. We have to get, we're looking at a map where they're at exactly, but we don't think they have much uh, pedigree as far as a basketball school. But uh, I know you haven't looked to Monday at all against Beecher, but what do you think of Well, I don't really know anything about them. I mean, I know their history. I know they're good, but I haven't seen them on film or I haven't even really thought about it. Uh, how many times you play them in the regionals? Seven or eight times. That probably. many times? Yeah. You got them once? Once, yeah. thanks. So, no, I'm just saying, I mean, that, that's quite an accomplishment to get them once, but you played yeah. them that many I didn't know you miracles? played them that many times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, I'll kind of look at it tomorrow and see see how we match up. I, I, it'll be a tough matchup, I'm sure. Well, when you were getting the trophy, the the DJ here was playing the theme from Hoosiers, yeah. which I love. That is our, I, well, is, have to be it, our theme. Is it going to be? A little bit of that moment when they get into the field house in Indianapolis, there where it's still ten feet to the to the hoop, and the, who they're playing, are, they are they are beatable. They are high schoolers just like themselves. So a long time ago, Mark mentioned I was at Saginaw Valley, and there was a team from the UP that came down Westwood, whatever it is, UP Westwood, and they played Buena Vista, and they looked about like us, and they beat BV in a quarterfinal game. It was unbelievable. So I'm going to tell that story to my guys, and maybe that'll motivate them. Do you well, remember that? Yeah, I do. And it, but but going into that game, it, it, you know, one thing that all teams from the Thumb have to do when they play beach is adjust to their speed. And the quicker that happens, the more of a chance they can stay in the game. The other thing is, you know, they they're going to give you full court pressure, and you need a third, fourth ball handler because they'll wear you down. Mm -hmm. And and those are the things that always hurts a rural team when they play a team with the athleticism and and the pedigree, pedigree of a Beecher team. Well, it sounds like we're going to lose the headset to you, and you're going to be sitting on the bench with Cass City so, here giving them pointers. So you beat them the one time? Did you come close to beating them again? Well, we went overtime the first time. we. Oh, did you? Yeah, and then we lost by six or eight when we had Brandon Bitzer and those guys. Um, but most of the time it's been a real difficult game. I, it's just They make a run, and you know, it's just difficult to come back. And if they get the lead, that's the other thing, you know. They'll just spread you out, want you to go man and open up the lane, and it's really hard. 
yeah, right. you know, oh, to yeah, defend. Yeah. You know how that is. So. Sounds like a fun team to play. This is a well, great conversation. Yeah, I love yeah. listening to this right now. Yeah, it's 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 a great experience though. Either yeah. way, you yeah. know, yeah. and you guys have deserved it. What you do really well is play defense, and I think that show tonight against Sandusky. Um, they didn't get in the lane as much as they normally do, and they didn't make many threes, and they didn't attempt many threes. No. So your closeouts were great. You took away their cutters. You know, the big kid came on and scored a little bit, but I think you would take that over mm-hmm. their three guards. Yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. Well, Aaron, we're uh, going to let you get back to your celebrations here. So All right. congratulations tonight. All we'll, right. s- we'll see you on Monday in the USA. Yeah, we'll see you up there, guys. Thanks right. for everything. That was Aaron Fernald, head coach for the USA – or for the – not the USA uh. Patriots, the Cass City Redhawks. Victory and victors of District 96 here in Cass City. We'll return in a few moments with your recap from this District 96 championship game. Cass City wins over Sandusky 49-30. to 30. Final score from Cass City. The Cass City Redhawks win in their home floor, and they take out the Sandusky Wolves 49-30. When all said and done, Cass City never trailed in this ballgame. They came out and were leading 6-0, and they never looked back from there. In the first half, Cass City had 27 points. 26 points came from Carter Patrick and Mike Fernald, each with 13. Riley Sturski had the lone other point for Cass City with just a free throw. In the second half, well, Mike Fernald tacked on another 11 points to make it 24 in the night. Carter Patrick had another six to make it 19 points on the night. Four points for Riley Swiderski, all from the free throw line. Evan Clark with two points. And Cone Sherman 0 for two from the free throw line on the night. Cassie went four of nine from the free throw line for 44%. Had just five turnovers compared to Sandusky's seven. And they out-rebounded Sandusky 31-13. to According to my stats, Sandusky did not have a single offensive rebound tonight. Well, I don't take those stats, so I, <laughs> we got to take we got to take your word for it. All right. Well, for the Sandusky Wolves, they were led by the senior Jackson Cartanas with 13 points. Caleb Bernard also a senior with eight points. Brendan Long also a senior with five points. Cal Geeboard, also a senior with four points. Braden Benner was over two from the free throw line. That's all the shooting scoring for the night for the Sandusky Wolves. They were 6 for 10 from the free throw line for 60%, 7 turnovers, and were out-rebounded by 18 rebounds to Cass City. When Cassidy and Sandusky both strong defenses, Cassidy's offense, though, really proved too strong for the Sandusky Wolves tonight. And Sandusky, I mean, they were playing good defense there, especially in the first half, but Cassidy couldn't stop. It was Mike Fernald, Carter Patrick, just anything that shot up, they were making. Cass City was a more physical team tonight. I think that made a huge difference defensively for Cass City. And then offensively, they just kept going back to the same two guys and were successful most of the night. So they didn't change their offense much. They didn't need scoring really from their other guys. And in the end, just Sanders, he just couldn't get a rhythm going in the game. What were your thoughts here, though, for, I mean, what was the key for Cass City's success tonight? I think they just established early that these are our two best players. 
and we're going to get him the ball in the right spots. And Sandusky, you need to, you have to stop us to win the game, and they just couldn't do it. Well, Cassidy made 21 shots tonight, 18 inside, three outside. Sandusky, 11 total shots made, nine inside, two outside. Do you have the final uh, stance uh, for shooting? I do, and I, I. You didn't you're, you're ask for him, you're so. Oh, you had some interviews to do here, you know? Yeah, I did. What, what do you have? Well, let me see if I can find those sheets. I have uh, Sandusky was 9 for 18 from the field, uh, two pointers and two for 13 from the arc. So 11 of 31 on the yes. night. Doing some quick math here, that would be 35% on the evening. Yeah, and Cass City shot really well. They were 18 for 30 from the paint and three for 10. From the arc. So 21 of 40 for the Kansas City Redhawks on their home floor, shooting 52% altogether. 30% on the outside beyond the arc, 18 of 30 inside for 60%. That will win you a lot of games. Yeah, and if you remember when we did the Laker game, I believe Cass City shot 23 threes. Yes. And made five, I believe. That sounds right. So... They attacked the defense today instead of settled for threes. There's a huge difference, and they're very good in the paint. Uh, Fernald and Patrick are both very good post-up players, and they usually finish if they get a good look. Kansas City shot 60% in the first half, 45% in the second half. Still solid numbers there, especially. Yes. 8 of 16 inside in the second half, 1 for 4 beyond the arc for 25% in the second half. Sandusky, one for nine beyond the arc uh, for 11% in the second half. Five of eight for, is that 67%? 62. 62% right. uh, inside for six of 17 in the second half, which is 35% for the second half and 35%. 35% in the first half, 35% in the second half, 35% on the night. So... Mark Gainforth, you survived District I survived, yeah. We put you through the absolute ringer. Yeah. I should say Steve Bone put you through this yes. absolute ringer. As Aaron Fernald just cut down the net here in Cassidy's gym. Basketball has concluded in this gym officially as far as contests are considered. As Sandusky girls took out Cass, uh, Sandusky girls took out Sandusky. Uh, let's try this again. Sandusky girls took out Cass City girls last night in the regional championship. This time around, Kansas City boys take out the Sandusky boys for the district championship. And now, on to regional week. To get uh, we'd like to think the Flint Beecher Bucks. Yeah, and I, in a way, it's unfortunate that you have to play your first regional game against True. a powerhouse like Beecher. But again, some of the things that Cassidy does really well, and that's defend, um, and they're physical, uh, again, they they just need to adjust to the speed of Beecher, and if and if they can do that, it'll be a better game than most will think. I don't know if you're gonna like us. Will it be a 37 point? Mar uh, I don't know. You know, I, I I had good luck with that number before. I mean, I what if it's less than 37? I mean, how would I feel about that? I mean, if so you're saying that by me giving you, Cassidy you, a better chance than you? Yeah. So All right, I'll, I'll take 37. Maybe they do. Out of, out of, maybe they will. They played so of, well today. I mean, I'm not. I'm just putting you on the spot here. Oh, as as uh, 
as respect for you filling in for Steve Bone while he was gone here for the last six games, I will absolutely take Beecher by 37 points just for just for your sake and just for the sake of Cassidy. Well, we better see the stats and all of those things before we do anything. But um, I wish Cassie, you know, the best on Monday. Um, they don't have to travel very far, and they're familiar True, with USA. the gym. Um, those are advantages they can take there, and uh, we hope for the best. Other area scores, Millington defeats Brown City 60-55, to so Millington advances to the regional, also in the same region, so it's Millington, and we have not heard from the Novell or Reese game yet. I normally get the stats sent to me at the end of the Reese games, have not heard anything there. Uh, so it would be Millington taking on either Sagnovell or Reese on the other side of the region. And then Cass City going up against Flint Beecher, we do believe, in the second game from Unionville Seabwing. Uh, on Monday, March 13th, tip-off right around 7 p.m. Coverage will start, right, I guess, right around 625. Yeah, before I forget, I'd like to thank uh, Coach Ross and Coach Pine for taking care of yeah. us tonight. They've been great hosts. Uh, tonight, the whole week. It's yes, the whole week. They've, they've, tried to, they've tried to feed us pulled pork all yeah, week. Yeah, I know. But and I do not eat three hours before a broadcast. I don't know why. It's I've just figured out that's routine. I just don't eat three hours before a broadcast. I don't know why. And I have a struggle talking anyway. You think with pulled pork in my <laughs> mouth, I'm going to do well? <laughs> well, you ever listen to a Detroit Tigers radio broadcast <laughs> with Jim Price? <laughs> well. I mean, the man eats a smorgasbord before the sixth <laughs> inning, so... Well, the Tigers haven't been on the top of my list to listen to the last four or five years. So. Understandably. Uh, in Division Four, so that would be the division that the Ugly Bearcats, they were uh, stunned at the buzzer as Peck mates a buzzer beater to defeat Ugly 38-37. So Peck is your District 110 champions in Caseville tonight. Peck 38, Ugly 37. So Peck advances to the regional semifinal. Ubley's season has concluded. Peck was the number two seed. Ubley was the number one seed in that district. Did you get a final from Millington? And yes, that Brown was uh, 50, uh, 60 to 55. 60 Millington to 55. by five points. Well, Brown City had a great year. Um, oh, yeah. You know, they have a great player. You know, congratulations to that team. That's a tough place or team to play in Millington. And Michigan Lutheran Seminary defeats Kingston 71 to 54. All these scores are really coming in. Uh, from all the Thumb Sorcerer Association uh, sending each other uh, all of our final scores. Here's thank you to Scott Bowlesby for the Kingston score. Thank you to Jason Parmenter of Quad N Productions uh, for sending over the Millington score against Brown City. And Thumb Tailgater, I do believe, was covering the Ubley game against Peck in Caseville tonight. So thank you to them uh, for tuning, uh, sending in those finals for us as well. Well, Mark Gainforth, when, uh, when Steve Bone told me, you know, I, I took this job, as the as the assistant coach for the Saginaw Valley State University softball team, and I said, "Oh no," and he said, "Yeah, I'm going to have to miss uh, just a couple weeks." And I said, "Oh, okay, all right. Well, when are they?" It's districts week, and I said, "Oh, okay." I said, "Who are we going to get?" He's like, "I think I might be able to get Mark," and I said, "Mark who?" And because I knew, knowing you, I'm like, "There's no way Mark Gainforth would agree to come on and broadcast with me." And I know you're out of your comfort zone, but you did an absolutely great job this entire week. And you started out with the with the Greater Than West Championship two weeks ago, and then of course all week here with all five games of District 96. And I can't imagine if not having Steve Bone by my side. Certainly, it was been, it's been an absolute pleasure sharing the airways with you for the past five days. Well, I appreciate it. I you know it, it's the the plus is you get to see great high school basketball. True. And, and this has been my life for most of it. <laughs> it's so. very true. 
I feel comfortable in that way, not with this mic in front of my face, but, <laughs> you know, the difference between Steve and I, Steve would have to make some trips in his, later in our career, and I didn't go find anybody to help, and I think you probably should have done this by yourself, you know, looking back at it. because You want me to call five games yeah. by myself? Oh, yeah. For the sake of our listeners, I don't want well, that to happen. you're Clark Kent Ramsey, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I knew it was only a matter of time until you're going to try and work that one in, but uh, it was a uh, – no, it was fun. Thank it, you. It was an absolute blast. Yeah, I, 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 and if if the same situation occurs in the future, I hope that we'd certainly have you back uh, to fill in for whenever Steve's absence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> absolute silence there. So uh, tonight's broadcast. Thank you, Mark. We'll uh, we'll see you soon. All right. Tonight's broadcast was brought to you by Thumb Sailor, DS Services of Gas City. Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, Mackenzie Jewelers, Hills and Dales Healthcare, Morell Equipment. Michigan High School Athletic Association, Countryside Transportation, More Motors of Carroll, Thumb Bank and Trust, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Are you sure? I certainly am sure that Districts Week is over. And it's the victors going to the Cass City Redhawks for the first time since the year 2000, 24 seasons ago. They last defeated Millington 44-42. This time they defeat Sandusky 49-30. This time on their home gym. The last district championship they needed Bryce Van Vliet. Brought in the ball, passed it to Brinkman, who made a layup with 30 seconds left to take the lead. Joel Brinkman with the score to put Cassidy ahead. Tonight, Cassidy never trailed. We'll be back on air Monday against the Flint Beecher Bucks with the Cassidy Redhawks from USA High School. Tip-off right around 7 p.m. We're the second game of the semifinals from USA, so it'll be a very random time. On behalf of Mark Gainforth, I'm Clark Ramsey. Thank you for listening all week. Good night. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by AgriValley Services, on Sports Radio 102.1 FM, and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network.